Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 426. I am Otto. Tonight I'm joined with Jared. What's up, guys? Oh, the intransigent minority is back. James Babb. Great to be with you. Alex Bot 3000. <laughs> this new year. Let's go. <laughs> Bring and K Wags. Back hey in the guys, fold. glad to be back on. Hell yeah, man. Happy New Year, everybody. That's been pretty pretty uneventful New Year, if you ask me. I really haven't done much. Just kind of relaxed and chilled the past few days. I, I Seems don't like really everybody's like expecting just total mayhem this year. It's kind of just like, like it. Right? Like markets are collapsing. Yeah. Unemployment's going to skyrocket. Real estate's collapsing. Uh, you know, there's luggage just the, everywhere at the airports. World War Three, like who knows what it's going to be. Like, I just feel like it's going to be insane. But flights I think are we're canceled. All like, How about all the flight cancellations? Like cancellations. It was yeah, all Southwest, man. right? Some crazy shit. Yeah, Southwest. They canceled uh, two thousand flights. Ones. I had a friend that was supposed to fly Frontier, and that got canceled. Well, well, that's that's Frontier. Frontier. <laughs> frontier. That's like every other day. Frontier is canceled. It's like <laughs> saved their life. Yeah, yeah. who knows? Yeah. God damn it, my JetBlue they canceled again. It's like, well, it's JetBlue, so it's Frontier. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I don't know. Is it a psyop? Is it a scam? Are they trying to? Are they trying to shut down the, the airlines? What's not a psyop? Let's, let's I, I feel like everything is a psyop these days. I feel like everything is just a mass experiment of what they can get away with at this point. But there's well, all kinds of people doing these experiments, trying to see what they can get away with. And like sometimes they team up with one another. Sometimes they fight yeah. like like uh, like jackals over a kill. You know, and unfortunately, we're the kill. Right. But there, was there ever a good explanation of why it happened? I mean, I heard it was like a IT issue where they couldn't get standby crews off the plane. I, that's what I heard. I know one girl. She was stranded in Florida, and she was like, "Well, I guess I'm not gonna." So she literally didn't bring her bags on their on the plane. Uh, other for them to be checked she fit as much as she could in her carry-on and she was like i'm just gonna leave it at my mom's house and i'll have her send it through the mail or something or or i'll, or I'll fly back when this you know hmm. when this blows over well i i heard a narrative of mismanagement and they weren't investing in in infrastructure Probably. when they got all that they got all that free money and stuff and weren't investing it like oops so is that i don't know if that's just like anti-corporate propaganda but it, obviously somebody's screw, pretty screwed up over there i mean or do you think it was like maybe other airlines going after southwest because southwest out of all the airlines has been pretty solid compared to other airlines could this be uh i heard it was stewardesses and flight attendants and uh the pilots that just walked out hmm what I, mean, I think where i got they walked Why? out for what reason part of like a wage negotiation i don't know the article I read said that it was weather related, like they had all those big storms in the northeast, and and then they had like yeah. uh, something went right. wrong with their crew scheduling system where it got all um, yeah. tangled up, and they so just it's kind of like it's kind of like um, statism, or you know, where they. Um, <laughs> 
there was just a totally unexpected famine. We had no idea. And that's why everybody starved. Yeah, I mean, we can only take, you yeah, know, their weather. Word, nobody their, saw that their word for it. We don't nobody we, saw we don't that really the weather know. would be bad in, in the winter and that somehow the other airlines weren't affected. I mean, well, they were they were they were, too. I mean, that storm in Buffalo killed they bankrupt like 80 as people. a result. I mean, is I mean, no. isn't South? It seems like Southwest is going bankrupt, aren't they or or not? No, they're, no. they're one of the most successful airlines. So. Yeah. Um, well, maybe, I'm sure maybe another airline bailout is overdue. It's time to yeah, time, for, that's, time for the tax victims to maybe this is them up. protesting the omnibus that got passed and they weren't a part of it or something. Or they only they only got like they they only got like 500 billion instead of the 700 <laughs> billion they were promised. Did that affect anybody's travels or any uh, family directly or anybody? Not me. Just that one girl I knew. But other than that, stayed no. in my house. I, mean, I stayed home. Yeah, I don't blame you. I, I mean, auto lost power for a little bit though. That was that was yeah, scary. that fucking sucked. And it was it was so predictable because when that storm rolled in, it, we had talked about it the night before because people, I don't know if you've if you've been listening, a long time listener, you know that power at my house for whatever reason just goes out at whenever there's a windstorm. Or we have like our poles go behind the house where for you got a lot of trees, you got a lot of like woods. It, but it's like it's just crazy. It's just it's just our little side of the street where it's like the five houses on my street and this little court up there at the end of my street we're the only ones who lose power so like the power's on across the street and like this is where the, this is the same storm that um the same storm that when it dropped to what like one degrees or whatever it was called a shit. It, was that, it, was, it was that day the it polar day. vortex yeah, yeah my wife calls me at work and i just saw her phone there's just i saw her on the on the id and i'm like oh my power's out i just knew it and she called you know, i picked up and lo and behold power was out <laughs> Jeez. yep well, what is your heat so, source uh, baseboard heating, body warmth, gas. <laughs> electric or gas, <laughs> Fast. gas. And, but the gas runs off an electric, an uh, electric, um, uh, like what is fan that? that has to push it pump. Yeah. The pump. Yeah. So it, it all went out. There was no saving it. And, um, it was out until later that Christmas Eve, like late in the afternoon on Christmas Eve, it came back. What did on. you do for power and heat? Nothing. My fortune, my father-in-law, he lives two doors down. So we just stayed at his place cause he has a whole house generator. And I just, we just stayed there. I mean, that's, I, if not, I don't know what the hell we would have done because I had nowhere else to go. <laughs> I, I keep a kerosene heater for, in case of emergency. That That's what and, I'm and, thinking. Everyone was offering me one. And I, and I was like, I never even knew those things existed as a kerosene heater, like for inside a house. So I was kind of nervous, but um, so wait, I, I didn't a have a kerosene heater. Can you just like have it in your house with no exhaust to the outside or apparently yes but you do run a co2 monitor with it and you want to have some kind of ventilation you know but it puts out a lot of heat interesting yeah so I bought, we're, we're um yeah. we, we 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 fought through that and it sucked because it ruined all of our plans on the 23rd and pretty much all of our plans in the early part of christmas eve but it you know it, it for fortunately we had a place to stay and shower and stuff like that so we were good God, that's good, fuck, dude. It was so cold. Oh my god! I, I just remember I was uh, filling up my father-in-law's generator with gas, and we were out there. And I mean, I was only out there for a minute, but like, I'm used to being out in the cold. Like, it's not it doesn't bother me when I'm moving around, but when I'm sitting there holding a flashlight, I mean, it felt like I was gonna die, like freeze to death. I felt like I was gonna freeze to death at any moment. Yeah. I was only out there for like maybe like five ten minutes. So that wind was gusting. Oh, it was worse. Yeah. Brutal. I went through a phase in uh, 2011 where I was kind of like into the doomsday prepping stuff. And uh, one of the things I bought was a kerosene heater 
Um, I ended up having to dispose of the kerosene because I didn't use it after like five years or something like that. I mean, the tank, the can was just sitting in a closet in my house, but I still have that heater in case of a, a loss of power. Mm. Nice. I Smart. also keep a generator and like a, a huge like battery backup bank. Like I, I wouldn't really run heat off of it, but for power, you know, it's kind of like a generator alternative. That's all awesome. I'd be whipping out. I'd be whipping out the energy. solar panels. I'm like, I need electricity. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that me and my wife we, we discussed, like, because the BG, the company who runs our electric down here, Constellation Energy, whatever, they won't. Uh oh. Oh, we lost auto. His power went out. Speaking of power, <laughs> his internet went out. He was like, he's about to talk shit on BGE. Time to cut his power. <laughs> yeah, quick, cut him. Quit. Well, guess what I'll do? It. BGE sucks on our ass. crappy utility. Yeah, yeah, they suck. Well, yeah, because it was uh when uh, Otto texted or it was in the group chat. It was like, oh shit! Like they if that happened on two day or the day before christmas eve and they were telling yeah. him that his power would be back for like five fucking days it's well like, that's the what? worst part of it well they can't give a good estimate of like yeah the, well they'll tell you like oh it'll be on in four hours and then eight hours later it's still not on yeah. like when my power went out in the summer i mean it was like 85 90 degrees out and like they kept oh, telling yeah. us like oh the power will be on in two hours the power will be on in two hours like they just it's kept pushing it back it. and pushing it back and we yeah. were like it's hard to make a decision if they're just like, hey, it won't be on for two days. Like, all right, I'll just go to my parents' house. You know? Yeah. yeah when would, you, you know, when you give me these like vague, they're unprepared. Yeah. Now, now it's like, yeah, that was miserable. Well, yeah. The, the summer is not, as, the summer's not as risky, right? Like, because I mean, people have been living in the heat without air. Yeah. I mean, you're for, probably not going to die unless it's like 110 degrees but, out. But the rare. cold is actually dangerous, you know, and they're talking about that in like uh, what Ukraine right now. Right. Um, yeah. I guess with the uh, the war, they're worried about people not having heat in the winter. Yeah, I think like half the half of Ukraine has no electricity. I mean, yeah. it's, oh my gosh. it's bad. It's bad. Uh, but, you know, and but but to save the environment, now people are going to be like burning their furniture to try to survive in Europe. Like, mm. you know, they're they're going to be chopping down trees in their backyard. They're they're putting coal in the trunks of their car. Like to, to just for heating fuel, you know. So way to go, guys. Jeez. Yeah, and the like I was saying before, before because my internet also is trash too. But my <laughs> my electric, it, it's so we live on this hill, and they put the poles behind the house instead of in front of the house, like they do in most neighborhoods, like around this part of like right around Southwest Baltimore. And so it's along this hill, and my neighbor used to be a state senator, and his power line comes up like a few feet off the ground on an angle to the top of his house. So like his little kids could just gone out there and grabbed it with their hands. And he said he did everything he could in the Senate using pull, trying to pull all the power he had as a state Senator. And he said, they didn't care. I'm like, well, there's wow. no, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't know Jeffrey Epstein at the time. No, or anything, no. Anybody in power that could help him. He didn't have any photos or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's going to be, I think there's, there's rumblings that they're going to talk about trying to, convert us to like those underground wiring but that's not gonna be for another few well, years let's just so. let's face it it's a when you have a centralized system it's going to be vulnerable and it's going to be yeah. crappy so you know i think the future is going to be just power independence that's what i'm yeah. i want to go for even if it's really not necessarily cost effective to have your own independent power i mean that's freedom right when you when you could generate your own electricity power your own electric vehicle 
power your own satellite communications, you know, without without the grid tie, that that seems pretty attractive. Yeah. Or at least at the very least, be prepared to realize it's unreliable and have some backups. Yeah. Case I, mean, yeah. I mean, it's not too uncommon to have like a big ice storm, for instance, where the lines get coated and 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 tons of lines all go down at the same time. Right. And just they just takes a long time to, to fix all of those if it happens yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. Especially if they, you know, if they go forward with all this climate change shit and they ramp up like they turn the heart machine up to volume 11 and, you know, <laughs> send, send more and more of these deadly storms for their fucking agenda. I mean, it was so fucking goofy. It's like. How the fuck does it go from like 50 fucking degrees on Wednesday? And then all of a sudden it was like a polar vortex and it was like zero degrees outside. For like Is anybody blamed? And- I wouldn't be surprised if people are, are blaming the cold weather on climate change. Like, oh, it's going to oh, be well, even that- more severe. Yeah. Another weather related injury, you know, or like damage. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, that's always associated with with uh, climate change. More Any severe sort of like unusual weather like- pattern is, is always climate change. It's never just just. Weather patterns, <laughs> right? <laughs> like it's we live on a fucking ball of rock in the middle of the fucking space, like below the firmament. Weird stuff's gonna, yeah, below the firmament, you know, inside the ice wall. I mean, yeah. So th- weird things are gonna happen on occasion, right? Did you see? Did you see what those uh, climate alarmists are doing in in London with the orange paint? Yeah, like yeah. it started with them, like you know, like throwing soup at paintings and stuff, and then <laughs> the I saw one cans, where some guy yeah. glued his head to a painting. And and now they're like it got like orange paint in a hose and we're just like spraying down these buildings. Did you guys see I mean it's completely out of control? Yeah, you know, these people they're gluing themselves to everything. I saw a video, let me pull it up, but they were at uh what I think is it was going like a- on here? Like yeah. one thing I thought of is this uh, could it could notice it's in Europe, right? And it's not here. Could it yeah. be like um it just part of the idea of like making sure that they don't have any of their own oil production in Europe? So the American oil providers will be the ones to sell it to them, right? It's not Russia. And, you know, shame them into into not doing any of their own exploration, stop their productions, shut down their reactors, stop the pipe, blow up the pipelines, right? Yes. It's the Nord Stream too, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Nord Stream just, I don't know. It was the Russian. Well, you guys, a few weeks ago, they came out with that that news article pretty much confirming that it wasn't the Russians who did it. But that no one heard about that. Nobody, nobody ever took that Russian thing seriously. That was just something to repeat. And then they yeah. kind of were like chuckling under your breath, like, oh, we don't know who did it. <laughs> it's only like the, the worst <laughs> like act of industrial and environmental sabotage like ever. Right. I mean, is there can you name a bigger case of industrial sabotage in the history of the world? Yeah, it's crazy. And these idiots, well, this was five months ago, so maybe it's just making its rounds again. But I saw a video of these idiots gluing themselves, these climate uh, protesters at a indie, like at a Formula One race, like at a race where there's like race cars. And they're like, let's they go glue out. themselves to a Formula One car. Now, that would like, be funny, if, especially if they did the race anyway. No, they like hop the, front, <laughs> the fence. They hop the fence and like glue themselves to the track. And you already have to the wall. Max, we lost your audio. Oh, no. Oh, no. no oh, there you go. You're back. back now. There we go. That was weird. Well, that could really pose a hazard because after the first car hits them, that blood is going to create right. a slick on the curve, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, right. <laughs> it's dangerous. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's not a lot. I mean, those, you, those, poor, those cars have like like a less than an inch of clearance, right? Like you hit yeah. you hit a deer or whatever, some kind of meat in the road. It's gonna, it, could be a, it could be tragic. 
Yeah, here's the video. Holy shit. I'm, I'm not lying. This is real. These fucking idiots. So, yeah, the climate. These activists are out of control lately, like you said, Babs. This was... Um, but is it, it must, at what level is it? Is it are these kids like just really that like have they been like conditioned to be super scared, so scared of climate change because they've been so heavily propagandized their whole life? Are they like are they, yeah. are they believing it? Like, is that the problem or I mean, is it just they know they're getting paid and it's a big scam and, you know, people are getting paid? Yeah, here's these goofies like at a Formula One race and they go out on the track to glue themselves to the fucking racetrack. What are these goofy? Wow. wow. You know what? I mean, I'd hate to see you have to put uh, cattle guard or um, like heavy bumpers on Formula One racers now. <laughs> Why are you putting a four by four truck bumper on your Formula One car? Well, <laughs> put a, put like a, how about a cow catcher like they have on a train? <laughs> That's what I have. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! This world's fucking insane, man. I I don't know I don't know how to stop it, man. I I'm out of I just I don't I've been reflecting on like what the hell is going on in this fucking world. Like I don't I'm stopping it. The best I, we someone, can do, the best we can do is try to profit from it. But you know we can just survive it. I think, I think right. Just live through it. We got to survive and thrive. We got to start those cricket farms. And yeah, you know, gonna, 20... don't be a bug eater. Be a bug bug farmer. Provider. Be a yeah. bug supplier. <laughs> yeah. be a bug... Modern day <laughs> problems require modern day solutions. Right. You I mean, see what's coming, right? You can, you yeah. know, you can, you can say, oh, no, I don't want that storm to come. But guess what? It's coming. So. Yep. Yeah. As the bad people... Quaker Ben Stone advises, profit from the failures of government. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if libertarians know anything, it's about the failures of government. So use that information and profit from it. Get out in front of it. I just don't know what to do, man. There was a, I try to find the post. I probably won't be able to find it. But like I, I went all pretty black pilled on this guy. And I was just, <laughs> just like tapped into my inner like just negative per- personality traits or whatever. I don't know. What's the or black pill? Like doom, doom and gloom, doom and gloom. Yeah, but see, um, it's you got to think of it as doom and gloom for the bug eaters. But for those of us that are prepared, we will we will rise, right? Like as 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 the non bug eaters say, warlords will again. take over. Be the warlord, right? Like uh, James, you wanted to talk about Ian Freeman's conviction. Oh uh, yeah, speaking of warlords that have taken over, um, yeah. Well, you guys, you guys have been following the Ian Freeman case, the Crypto Six. The swap um, rate. Maybe remind some listeners that might not be aware, Babs, because you've been well, on the, this the whole. Ian for- Freeman and a group of others were accused of uh, money laundering, um, uh, wire transmission without a permit, tax evasion. I think those were the three main categories. Um, there they was sound like dangerous individuals. Lo- oh yeah, boatloads of charges were initially piled on. They threw out a lot of them. But there were still uh, quite a few. The trial was in Concord, New Hampshire, uh, back in December, and I, I I saw some of it. And you know, basically, I just watched them produce, um, just read through records of of Bitcoin transactions, like through um, localbitcoins.com, and 
you know, just going through the transactions like, oh, here's another happy customer. Here's another happy customer. Here's another happy customer. They tried to act like there were some victims involved where, uh, say, somebody had been a victim of a scam and they got tricked into going to buy Bitcoin to pay the scammer, right? Completely oblivious to the bank involved who was involved, the post office who was involved, the you know, the, the Bitcoin ATM that was involved. So they, but they tried to like connect it to some kind of victim, you know, to, to act like there was something that actually was going wrong here besides people just engaging in free commerce. But unfortunately, Ian was found guilty on all counts. Oh. And mm. uh, I think he gets sentenced in April. And I think there's going to be an appeal, presumably, but uh, it's not good. Nancy Beck. What's he looking at? Um, the, the reason article I saw said, uh, it might be eight years. I don't know, which is, well, the, he had a possibility of hundreds of years before they dropped a lot of these charges. I think, I think, I mean, it was something ridiculous just cause they pile on everything regardless of, of how, um, you know, the chances of it sticking it's- like even like even on tax evasion, like they had the part of the testimony I saw was this IRS person. She went through how she had put together Ian's tax return for him to determine how much she thought he owed. Right. And she went to all these great lengths to say, you know, like, and how and gave him the standard deduction for this. And then, and then on the cross-examination, the lawyer was like, Oh, so he didn't actually, you didn't actually give him like normal business deductions, right? Like that anyone else would get, right. Just like, no, just the standard deductions. And he says, well, so you really don't know how much he owed, do you? He could owe nothing, right? And she's like, yes, right? So the IRS <laughs> confirmed like in front of the jury that Ian may owe nothing. And she actually didn't know, right? In addition to like not being notified of any th- or things or giving any chance to clear up any anything that was, you know, in question with them, they just went right to the charges. So, I mean, it was all bullshit. From, and this from was in the, uh, the, free, the free state, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. Well, well, he was well, the only you know, federal. Was this federal? It's the federal government. So yeah, it's, so it's, 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 it's not oh, okay. state court. Okay. But Fair and, and some, somebody suggested, well, why, why didn't the free state like form a militia? And, you know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think they're quite ready to take on take on the feds um, like Lexington and Concord or something. <laughs> right. <yet. laughs> That'd be based, though. Where did you watch the based, trial? But, uh, <laughs> don't hold your breath. These are pe- they're, they're such peaceful, nice people. I don't think, you know, the other yeah. thing. Anyway, too, so wasn't, it, it, he was the only one that did not. Didn't some of them in the crypto six, they took pleas or they I think five, either they yeah. think maybe one had the charges dropped and the others took pleas. So Ian was the only one that was like, no, I'm not taking a plea. Is he, he is the, hardcore. So that's that the thing. They're trying to make a fucking example out of him. The others decided to, you know, fold and cooperate with the state. Which and that's why I don't you know, there's a part of it that does not blame them, them at all. Right. It's a I don't. Having, Risk I, yeah, I would. I would probably take the play. I mean, let's yeah. be honest, dude. Oh, <laughs> Try to I don't know, man. However, you got to. Ian walks the walk. You know, yeah, like, good for he, him. He's he's been promoting the idea of not taking a plea for a long time. Never take a plea. Um, right. You know, it's hard. But I mean, we all know that if everybody did what he did, their system would, you know, just could not exist. Right. Yeah, but it exists true. because everybody takes the plea. Well, here's the other so thing it's, too. Why not? Why not waste their fucking resources? Not, take a plea, like ride it out, ride out the clock. You know, 
keep because they will they will up. because of the risk. You're you're yeah. gambling with your entire life at that point. It could very be very true. You, might, you know, so, do you have a family to support? If right. they say, look, here's here's a here's probation, and um, you know, and you're only going to lose some of your rights, and you know, but you can keep your family and your business. Who you know, that's a that's a that's a reasonable calculation. But um, so allow me to go down this rabbit hole for a second. I was literally watching. Um, Godfather two last night and I was watching it again for the first time in a few years. And I was, it came to the part where I don't know if you guys remember they're testifying in Congress that one of the dude, one of his, one of his guys turned on him on uh, Michael Corleone and was testifying against him. And there was like, there's no way to get to him. He's like, you know, it's like impossible. We can't, you know, he's, they have him on this Island military base out in the, you know, where the fuck. And he's like, he can't get to him. And so Michael Corleone does. He shows up with his brother from Sicily and sits next to his brother from Sicily with like the most, you know, implied threat ever as he's like, talk, he's giving testimony in front of, you know, these the uh, senators. And he just kind of looks back at Michael and he's like, oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I made that all that stuff up because he's like he brought his brother. Like, that's what I feel like the state does. Like, it just everything I was watching in the show. I'm like, this just reminds me of the state doing this. This is just like on a greater scale it's it, and i feel like could you imagine like that's what the government would do they're like oh well, well I'll, the I'll difference is the, the difference is the government will tell you it's for your own good and right. then and, and everyone well, will applaud well they're you know some of these people like the the dons that were going through and in, in uh, brooklyn you know they were also selling people it was for their good you know as they're collecting money for protection it's the same thing it's just like yeah, i'm for protection but i need my cut you know it was just, it hit a lot. I, I, I've been so doom and gloom lately. <laughs> I think I'm going through depression again. Dude, black pill, black pill to auto. Well, I think there's things to be, you know, obviously concerned about. The economy's looking bad. The, yeah. the, we, you know, it's the, we've, the revelations that have come out in the past year about how the government has basically controlled the elections and through the national security Control twitter and social media has, has manipulated yeah. the elections but people are still going to show up and vote like like nobody somehow cares. This, like nobody cares somehow it, 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 it matters yeah. like but it's it's completely out in the open now that the last election was 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 chosen by the national security state oh 100%. and yeah. and you're just supposed to accept it and nod through it and be like well yeah. Yeah, but you know what greatest the country in the get, world but normally eh. npcs they didn't get it through their beep boop detector that that this is going on so they're keeping their head in the fucking sand and no one cares no one cares dude it's all out there it's blatant in your face elon musk is putting it out there for the world to see and everyone's just like mad at elon musk they're like well that's that guy's that guy's the worst you know like what? Most people like, don't even like, know about it. I still funny. talk to people like, what do you think about those Twitter files? And they're like, what? Twitter files? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> so, so, so notoriously, as you guys know how much I hate Dan Snyder, the owner of, the, of you know, Washington Commanders. Oh, like, God. Dude. Someone actually said it from like one of the, the Twitter, the commander's Twitter was like, I would actually prefer Dan Snyder to own Washington than uh, Elon Musk. Oh my god! Like what? What? Why? Like he just there's no logic. I asked him why. I'm like that is the dumbest take I've ever heard, and he couldn't back it up or anything. He just was like Elon Musk bad. Beep boop boop bop. You know there, there, that programming is strong. That it programming is. is strong lately. You know it's insane, right, and it's yeah. like so. And the same people are the ones that were like bought in with their Teslas. And with their like fanboying of of SpaceX and this and that, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, he has Twitter and he's 
allowing, you know, whatever the case may be on Twitter. Oh, now all of a sudden programming beep boop, you know. Right. But you also you also can't, you know, like people also can't differentiate. Like if you want to, you know, like uh, somehow defend certain things that Elon has done, suddenly you now have to account for everything that Elon's done as a as a billionaire like right. welfare whore. Right. Like, yeah. So it's like there's there's you really can't win right. on that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you're either, you know, calling out the national security state for manipulating elections or you're supposedly defending, um, you know, this billionaire who's basically, you know, made his fortune with carbon on carbon credits. Right. And 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 military spy satellite contracts and God knows what else. But and I then this week, I, just, I just saw this to come across, Jared, on the last the last link I sent, if you want to click on that. I don't know if you guys had heard that the Virgin Islands were they were um they were suing JP Morgan over Jeffrey Epstein. They yeah. announced that. Well, <laughs> according to this, this is from Zero Hedge that Virgin Islands AG fired three days after JP Morgan over Jeffrey Epstein. Isn't that just funny? If it's true, I don't mm. know. Zero Hedge has some swings and misses. Tyler Durden reporting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like, know. Zero, zero hedge. Sometimes you you know they're on. They're over the target. They've been a while. Some, they've been around for so long, though. Well, they're banned on every platform. They must be good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just wondering the timing of that. Like, I don't know. And then, um, so apparently, have you guys heard the rumors? The Fauci files are are the next to drop on Twitter. I beg, I beg for it. But like, again, then I'm sitting here thinking, no one's going to care. No well, what cares. else? Are, what else? Are, let's say, what if it was revealed, for instance, that he had funded illegal research in a foreign lab and then the, and created a dangerous virus and then it leaked into the world and killed millions of people. And then he lied about it and then had helped destroy your business and tortured beagles. Um, that already did come out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we already know about all this. And the fact like, that oh, wait, what, no, that's already been reveal on that one going to be like, yeah. it's like uh, everything I was saying, like everything we've been saying for the past two to three years and anybody outside of our circles look at you like you fucking nutbag conspiracy theorist. You're and then it's just like the truth comes out. And it's like, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. I was. Yeah, but I'm the fucking crazy one. Like, does anybody gaslit. seriously argue against like the lab leak theory, for instance? Like, I, hasn't it been pretty much proved been proven scientifically to like a t- like a thousand or ten thousand to one probability just based on genetic analysis and and mapping? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it became socially acceptable to believe in the lab leak theory from when uh, what's his face was on late night on Stewart. Yeah, there you go. Thank you, Jeff oh, Stewart. When he that was, was when it became socially acceptable. When he yeah, when he was, like, was able to joke there. about he it, broke and the seal the, on that. Yeah, yeah. but now he did like, it. Oh, okay, yeah, it, that's right. We can believe it but now. The problem, incredible source. Yeah, because Wait, then John like, Stewart oh, was John the Stewart source comedian. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he made a joke about Here, it. Let me find that clip. Well, he was on. He was on. He was on. He was on Colbert, right? And he was on Colbert, and he's like. But was Colbert yeah, was in on the joke, Colbert or was Colbert for, for, trying to trying to, no, to, no, to he, throw water on it? No, he's always sucking the the deep state cock. That's yeah, what you think, what right? But show. you know, I I really wonder how much of that you know was was him like pushing back and just how much you know being in on the joke. Yeah, you I don't, don't think know. He was in on the joke. Yeah, 
it seemed like he was trying it. to throw water on, on it and, you know, to right. quench it. I, I think he was. Yeah, I think he was trying to throw some water on it. But like John Stewart was actually being funny for once. And it was actually like it was like pretty much everything we'd been saying for the whole past year and a half. And he just go ahead funnier. and he says it. Remember, he, he said it funnier than we did. Exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, well. And then, but then they could, you know, laugh it off and like, oh, well, that's John Stewart's comedian. He was joking. Do you really think he was serious? Or, you know, like they can laugh it off. Occasionally, they let the, the jester speak the truth to the king without chopping yep. the head off. Play this yep. clip. Here's the clip. Yeah, it's down there. But yeah, it's like, so I don't think there's any pushback on it. But I think uh, people that have bought into the whole COVID, they're just there's no pushback because they know like it's hard to admit you were wrong. So a lot of people are just like eating crow right now. But, yeah, this is this was the moment. It was so it was acceptable. We owe a great debt of gratitude to science. Science has in many ways helped ease uh, the suffering of this pandemic. which was more than likely caused by science. Look at the nervous laugh. You look at Colbert's face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my God, is he me, saying okay, this? How do oh I handle God. this and with my sponsors? Of, hold on one second. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen. I'm, it's I'm, coffee. I wouldn't I'm, do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm so what, what do you, takes, but, what, do you what, 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 what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, there's, so there's, 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 there's a chance that this was created in a lab? There's an investigation. A there's chance. A chance. Well, a chance. I, so, I, 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 oh, my God. If there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel he doesn't know. respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The... Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. That's just that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they ask those scientists, they're like, how did this? So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan respiratory coronavirus lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. And you're like, no. I, you, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, Look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, wait, wait, okay. Wait a second, wait a what about this? What about this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the chocolate factory maybe that's it that could be <laughs> oh my that was God. good I mean, that was great that's yeah God. i mean it was good that's a funny joke that's good that's great but that's but, when it became acceptables when right. they could say it yeah exactly. people, i don't, I don't know man there was in October, the U.S. Senate came out with a report that said it almost that said basically that uh, the an analysis of the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. And I've got the PDF here. But if I recall the, the summary, it, it, they they said it was very likely. Um, and then they did they did the genetic analysis to show like what, a you know, and they could they know what what a natural 
like spread uh, where something jumps species, like it's going to show up in multiple places and it's going to have a certain pattern that can be traced and understood. And this had exactly the opposite. It, it completely, uh, the scientific conclusion is lab leak. You know, Kyle, what I think you- all this really up to debate is, Okay, uh, How did hey, why were they making it? Is this a is this a bioweapon? Right. Kyle, or, or is there are we supposed to assume some benevolent cause and they just got sloppy again? Right. Uh, Kyle, what or, do you what do you think? Because you run yeah, amongst what are the normies about this. Yeah, Kyle, uh, you run around amongst normies. Is this acceptable? I mean, because. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that anybody. Yeah, you can say it. I'm sure you can. I don't think anybody's going to attack you. I did think it seemed like Colbert was going to attack him at the beginning of that clip. He was like, well, show me your proof. Show me your evidence. And He's I mean, so coffee on him. It, it almost it was almost hard to tell if that was a scripted bit. Right. You, know, you would too. assume something so big would, would be, um, you know, would get checked, you know, would get approval to air. But uh, it almost seemed like Colbert was getting all defensive, you know, just like any normie leftist would be like, oh, you got to show me the evidence. And then Stewart just uh, demolished it. You know, I mean, I mean, I'll I always give I'll always give him credit, too, because, I mean, he did call out media bias when he saw it. Like, even though you yeah. knew, like, politically, he was a lefty. It's like, yeah, he's Who, a comedian. Um, John Stewart. Or yeah. Colbert? Like the, uh, the Daily Show during the Daily Show. And you knew, like, Colbert was doing a bit, but at least they had some integrity. Now it's just like. Like, uh, what's his nuts? Colbert is just completely deep throat. Like, he is completely compromised by the CIA, the the broadcast. Like, you know, how many times was he on the Epstein flights? I don't know. He's completely compromised. Or <laughs> at least John Stewart is at least, like, has some, like, semblance of integrity. You know what well, I mean? Well, he, like, he, he did give an award to Azov Battalion at Disney that's true. World. Okay, so, so then you get that. So it's like, what Wait, the, what happened? Wait, yes. what? What? Yes. Get in the docs. It's true story. True story. <laughs> the Department of Defense held a special event at Disney World. They do it every and year. And they pull out all I, the staff to honor, yeah. I guess, like wounded warriors or I don't know what it is. Something to honor these warriors. And they bring in these. Oh, it's the Ukrainians. Oh, great. Bring them in here. We're going to give them an award for their bravery and everything. It turns out it's Azov Battalion. <laughs> like, and they had to wear a sleeve. He had to wear a sleeve to cover up the Nazi tattoos. Like. And it was John Stewart giving the award out. What? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah. yeah. And then, like presumably he didn't know, but he never said oh. anything about it afterwards either. He didn't be, you know. Yeah. There we go. Hey, Here. gig's a gig. Department of Defense well, probably I, pays well, good. I mean, you think about this. Like, um, I think this was uh, Reed Coverdale just shared an article about um, the year and a half ago, uh, like around like twenty twenty one. Like it was the Israel, the Times of Israel, like the Israel Times, like their publication for Israel was complaining. Like they had a post talking about how like there was the first big Nazi rally by the Azov Battalion in the city, in like one of the main cities in Ukraine that happened over that summer and how they were saying like how the president was against it, but didn't stop it. And stuff like that. It's just like, but now if you say that now you're like, Oh, that's, you're just, you're, you're, you're Russian propaganda. How quickly they can just turn the dial on their narrative, you know, and everyone just like, okay, we've always been at war with East Asia. And like, I remember, I remember like growing up, my mom even thought, I remember my mom talked about like, Oh, apparently so much of Nazis got elected in the Ukrainian parliament or whatever. And I was like, oh, shit, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, what do you mean Nazis? And like, yeah, like Nazi Nazis. I'm like, oh, shit. The most like, it was crazy. known as the most corrupt country in Europe. 
Everyone yeah. talked about it. Everyone knew about it. Vice. I remember watching the article about Vice yeah. and how like the, the Azov Battalion, like young kids from all across Europe were going to the Azov Battalion to share in their fucking hatred of Jews and blacks and, and promote Aryanism and shit like that. <laughs> you taught me this. Like Vice, this was you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not crazy. It's like they're telling you like, oh, no, you didn't see that. We didn't do that. No, Azov's right. great. Stand by, stand by Ukraine. So what, what, Vice is on, on the Azov side now? Yes. They At one time, they were like, there was some shred of integrity at these, like, quote, journalistic, yeah. but now it's, like, completely gone. And now they're like, oh, stand by Ukraine and call it Kiev, not Kiev. Like, <laughs> no, fuck you. You said Kiev in the goddamn article. Like, no. See, I think the way they changed that pronunciation <clears throat> was also to let you know who is, who's gotten the memo, right? Mm-hmm. So, who got like, the beat you're the saying, signal you're saying Kiev. Right. That means you got the memo and you know what the what the narrative is. Right. If you're still saying saying Kiev, that means that you haven't you you know, you you should be possibly censured, questioned, doubted. I had a delicious chicken Kiev on New Year's (laughs) Eve dinner (laughs) at our at at the round table. We had a delicious chicken cordon and blue and chicken Kiev. Like, what the fuck? It's cloud world. It's crazy. <laughs> anyway. It's like the ultimate thing. Like they talk about how we like, oh, the, the right wing gaslights and that's the crazy conservatives who gaslight as they're sitting there telling you like, no, Azov's fine. It's great. No, we never. What do you mean Nazis? There's Nazis there. The president's Jewish. How could they have? Huh, come on now. The president's Jewish. <laughs> He's a fucking actor. He's a comedian. Like, what the fuck? He's it's a clown. Anywho. But um, how about that tweet that you put out earlier? Uh, during a Christmas auto, that yeah, was this like got a, a big hit, um, dude. It was Jared. I, I, you can't link to the article because it's behind a paywall. Yeah, from San, Francisco San Francisco Chronicle. Chronicle. So I just screenshot the picture I saw because I thought it was fake at first. I was like, "There's no way this is real." And then I actually like Googled it before I before I retweeted it, and um, or before I took the screenshot or whatever. But because you're like, is this an Onion article? Is this Babylon yeah, to you? This can't be it real. Has to be. Is this so the article, uh, article reads? No, soft on crime liberalism isn't fueling San Francisco's drug crisis. Libertarianism is. What does this mean? I don't fucking know. I can't read Who's the Keith article. Who's Keith Humphreys? Keith Humphreys is a professor. Oh, go ahead, Otto. Uh, let me get the doctor. No, 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 no. I was just saying he's a professor of bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a, so you have to know his official title. I know what his real title is, but if you know his clown world title, that's what he is. This is Clown World segment. All right, he's he 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 playing, Jared. So he's music. Keith. Oh shit! I got Keith. <laughs> <laughs> so Keith Humphreys is a uh, psychiatric and behavioral science at Stanford. I mean, he teach. He's a professor there. He, apparently, he was in the o- MK Ultra. Obama. Yes, and he, <laughs> yes, <laughs> he was part of their MK Ultra program. Uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he was part of uh the the uh obama administration i think he was involved in their drug policy so he was probably um involved in how can we get these kids more antidepressants how can we how can we boost pharmaceutical sales so this guy wrote this op-ed and was in the san francisco chronicle correct and yeah so yes. this is so he was part of like obama's drug administration apparently stanford total fucking spook straight out of central casting of Let's the see cia on the paywall yeah like 99 straight off cents. the casting couch of the cia <laughs> right <laughs> and so this guy's saying that yeah the all the the open-air drug markets in san francisco 
and the fact that you can just squat anywhere and the rampant homelessness and the complete unfree market of an economy and police not prosecuting actual fucking theft, like property crime. You know, that's not right, here you go, here crime. Here Let like, me read this the before fuck? the thing comes up. It says, what, oh. oh, wait, wait, wait. Ah. shit. Damn it. Damn you, oh, man. I, it, as, soon as, as soon as I went to go start. Oh, yeah. Shit. Foiled. Yeah. You got to find one of those yeah. paywall circumventing websites. Yeah, th- I know. I, there's a there's a link. You just type like dot EI or something like that. And it completely gets, <laughs> breaks it. But I, I'm not smart enough to do that shit. Well, I think I think reason reason did an article on it. And, you know, whatever, reason. like read their good articles and ignore all their bad articles because they'll. Yeah, you'll know it. They'll, yeah, you'll know it when you see it. Because fuck reason. They're like hit and miss. Oh, my God. It's are they what? They just too close. They're they're like showing right, their belt. I got it. Smiling again. Oh, you got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's got it. There's twelve twelve foot dot io is the website. There you go. I know. Uh, <laughs> says by year's end, twenty twenty two will be the third year in a row that drug overdoses claim the lives of more San Franciscans than COVID. Dun dun dun. Right. Dun cool. dun dun. Many conservative commentators attribute the city's drug problem to its political liberalism, but this is incorrect. <laughs> what bedevils the city instead is its Aryan individualistic culture. Did they say bedevils? Yes. Yes. Wow. We know we know how libertarian San Francisco is, right? Yeah. I think by libertarian, <laughs> what they mean is the the freedom to poop on any sidewalk. Right. There's right? shit it's, fucking it's vigorously everywhere. defended there. Right. So, yeah, I mean, this is, sounds like a conservative that's just blaming drugs. Yeah. And the uh, libertarian attitude towards drugs. This has a downside when it comes to addiction, which thrives in such a cultural milieu. San Francisco has long been one of the booziest cities in the country as measured by metrics Bougie. such as bars per capita or percentage of income. Right, spent but isn't on that alcohol. Nancy Pelosi's district? Of course, there's going to be a lot of booze going. Down. Right. A lot of booze, a lot of, a lot of drunk driving, you know. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of hammers, <laughs> a lot of hammers lot of involved. So well, it brings substance use, it brings short-term pleasures, it brings long-term misery and a reduction in freedom. The libertarian assumption <sighs> that, given freedom and tolerance, everyone will rationally and productively pursue their self-interest cannot explain <laughs> why a starving person would, for example, forego food in exchange for fentanyl or cocaine. Okay, so this is just like anti-drug propaganda. Yeah. But Madness it's bullshit. just, it's fucking clown world shit. That's what it is. I forgot I wasn't sharing this, but. Yeah. Oh, no, it's okay. It. So what's that site again in case people want to get behind the paywalls and like read oh, this shit? Give them your 12, it's 12ft12feet.io. It's supposed to be like a ladder, right? Or that it's like. Yeah, 12-foot yeah, yeah. ladder is, is the name of it, but that's like the URL. Okay. Like if you go here, because that's the thing. There's a news article here. There's so much clown world articles, and it's like God. I don't even want to give them even because it was like 99 cents for five for five month subscription to the San Francisco Chronicle. But I'm like, I don't want to give you like a fucking penny, let alone 99 cents to read this bullshit. Yeah. Well, I, I would expect that publication to be democratic leaning, but that what you said sounded like it was written by a conservative, like one of these trad. Fucking yeah, douchebags. 
So yeah, we, we all know those people, right? They feel there's conservatives that feel more threatened by libertarians than they do by leftists. Right. right? Because there's been a coordinated like we actually challenged their Republican the candidates to, to be to be yeah. you know, to show some kind of free market principles. And they get embarrassed by that. So I, I think when Dave Smith went on uh, mm-hmm. Rogan the past few times, I think a lot of that it's come for that. It's come from the right and it's come from the left about libertarianism. Like yeah. Libertarianism. And then like if you you're get pissing the them both off, off liber- libertarians libertarian. are, are, conservatives yeah. are more threatened, though, because they allege that we're stealing their votes. Yeah, yes. libertarians that, are stealing too. Their votes. that yeah. too. And they see like Blech. so, you know how the article led in like soft on crime. So that's how now you're going to get the complete pendulum swing when it comes to like because that's the thing, like the article crime. Well, let's first establish what the fuck crime is. So now you're going to have a pendulum swing from where like Baltimore's just out of control with crime where you're going to have more cops, more money, more like, like, so conservatives are going to like swoop in with more like fucking authoritarian policies yeah. and policing and maybe drug warriors. Like, you know, so it's just like, this going to be this pendulum swing. So whenever libertarians are being blamed, it's like, you're over the fucking target. Like when you're getting shot at, you're over the fucking target. Cause it's like, Whoa, what the fuck? Because the fact that in San Francisco, they don't even prosecute. Like, do you see all those crazy videos where people are just going into fucking Walgreens and just stealing shit all the fucking time? Imagine owning Damn a business. Libertarians. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, you break into a business like, yeah, you might get fucking shot. Like, that's not soft on crime. That's like libertarians establishing my right to defend myself and fucking property rights. There's no fucking property rights over there. But it's like. But this fucking conservatives writing an article confusing libertarianism with fucking libertinism, like fucking like, you know, so it's just I don't know. Yeah. When you when you're getting targeted or you're getting shot at and, and it seems like Otto said it's coming out. It's coming out a lot lately. How about this fucking like the Idaho fucking killer? Like you guys hear about that? I heard very minimal things. That's the this. thing, dude. I don't really follow like true crime shit, but um, the fact that the. They caught him, apparently, and they traced him all down. And there was that article. Babs, you found you found the one, correct, where they put specifically in the title. Liberty. Like, the guy from Pennsylvania, from the Poconos, who apparently oh, yeah. was arrested for that shooting that happened on that university. Was it the University of Boise in Idaho? And it was a stabbing. St- yeah, it was. I haven't really been he, following He stabbed it. three women and a guy to death in uh in their home at uh i thought it was university of idaho but yeah i don't know let's look up the dogs i haven't been following it and what i'm hearing is that they've caught the guy using that uh dna like genealogy um you know like the technology that the government has is is getting as as a libertarian it's a little scary how do they have his dna like 23 and 23 and me or something I don't, oh, I, don't yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't do any of that shit, dude. Yeah, I, I, I got to murder a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, University of Idaho. Yeah, that's the. It's like you're just voluntarily giving your DNA to these people, who, the people well, who that, also use the, that to set you up. Yeah, it's the dude, facial recognition too, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I, I open my laptop and it's like it's say it's looking at my face to like log in, and like when I went. Well, if you have uh, pictures on Facebook, they can already do that. Yeah, well, I can do that in like twenty seconds. On vacation, you know, I'm using my passport to come from Aruba, and it's like you put your passport down, and then the thing scans your face. It's not looking Whoa. at a fingerprint; it's a face scanner to come through like U.S. Customs or U.S. That's, immigration. That's why I wear an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's why I kind do of a pirate. Off. I mean, you know, we 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 got to get back to our roots. Why do like yeah. in face off? I mean, it yeah. it is kind of scary, honestly. Like how how fast the technology has advanced, but you know, you need that thing flip- from like Mission Impossible where they can like mold a yeah. face for you and just like put it on. Fucking dope. On, on yeah. the flip side, it is nice they were able to catch this guy because you know he's not a good guy. So um, yeah, that's possible how they get you, libertarian. They get you with the- <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Libertarian ever. Well, and, that, that and was vegan. If I recall, he was also he's also vegan. So right. if you hate vegans, now you want now that would be wouldn't that be the neat smear campaign to start associating hostile militant vegans with libertarianism? Well, you know he was also a criminology. He was a criminology student, which is where like a lot of the you know like higher up in the police force people end up majoring in they're like you know detectives and shit like that they're usually like criminology majors hmm. so yeah there's some that's... some connection to be drawn there i think but the fact that they wrote the article and they had to connect him as a libertarian from pennsylvania like <laughs> yeah you know, that's neat right in the first time it's like what the fuck does this have to do with anything it's like up. <laughs> babs you found it right was it a uk guardian yeah, no, or it was, was like um it, there was a um, put it i think I we put, put it in, it in an ap dot. story because i saw it in different places um that that yeah that mentioned him at specifically um yeah i think we posted oh daily mail here it is it's the um here let me pull it up because it was just it was so unnecessary in the title like what the fuck and and the veganism also really important (laughs) right that's that's key elements to this story well this is you know this is quality journalism let me, uh... Yeah, this is the, the here's Daily Mail. Brian Koberger, the OCD libertarian vegan who looked drugged. <laughs> who looked drugged. <laughs> well, we got, did he also cross state lines? My lines, my state lines. He was a, he was a big Joe Jorgensen uh, supporter, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, let her speak. Let her speak. They I went, let joking. her speak, so I killed all these people. got a people. Johnson bumper sticker. Just joking. Let, there, let her speak or I'll stab you. I don't have <laughs> any proof of that. We don't. I don't know what his libertarian connection is. We don't yeah, let's, let's get Joe on the show to comment. Well, <laughs> according to this one article, public records list him as a registered libertarian. Okay, so oh, that's... No. Um, <laughs> And a criminology buff <clears throat> who oh, comes no. from a uh, comes from a family of mental health workers. Okay, now, oh, now we're really getting into it, right? MK Ultra. <laughs> he is a criminal justice and criminology PhD student at Washington State <laughs> University and lives on campus in Pullman, just eight miles from the Moscow crime scene. Moscow triggered. <laughs> wait, wait! It was Moscow. Was the city where this happened? It must be a Moscow, Idaho. I don't. It know. is. Yeah. Yeah, Moscow, Idaho. Yeah. What kind it's of Russia? What kind Russian of clown world glitch is this shit? Right. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't they scriptwriters? You know, like you're get, get, get original. Right. It's Christmas vacation. They had to come up with a whole new script. You know, they had the new writers in for the holidays. <laughs> yeah. It's like what the fuck, dude? I was up in PA and I was hanging out with. Uh, yeah, but I saw that come across Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck? So I saw like a lot of people that I know in Pennsylvania that were like, who the fuck's this guy? Like in the LP chats and the Pennsylvania chats. Yeah, like, we know so that's some friends that like he should that, be. A, he, he could be their next candidate. Right. We should run him for uh, office next year. 
What I do know, because I used to get that mailing list, uh, we used to get the, the voter database for Pennsylvania. And and for a while, like I would we would pull out everyone who was registered as a libertarian. And there was like, if I recall, like 30,000 in the state of Pennsylvania for registered voters under under that had L as a party designation. However, if you ended up ever finding these people in the real world, they didn't know what a libertarian was. They had no idea they were even registered. They, you know, like it didn't really mean anything, even as a prospect, like we were using them as prospects to try to build the party. Like it seems like that'd yeah. be a good market, right? They're probably about half of them are feds. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. But, you know, anybody could register as a libertarian and you don't even, you know, they might just think, oh, that means liberal. Yeah, I'm liberal. I'll do that. You know, or, you know, you know, the intelligence of the typical voter. And now yeah. imagine, <laughs> you know, like drop that down a notch. And now you've got the registered libertarian. <laughs> right. So who knows? It's like, uh, who knows? But the fact wait, that it does say, oh, wait, it does say he drove across state lines. Oh, no, ah, really? I knew it. Yeah, it says oh, they have to. Koberger was a PhD student in the Department of Criminal Justice, blah blah blah, at Washington University, which is a short drive across the state line. Oh God! The University to, of Idaho. They had to get that in there. Oh my God! What the fuck? It's programming, man. Social engineering. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Because I was like, uh, I don't know where I was on Twitter, and and um. You know, like Kyle, Ritt I follow Kyle Rittenhouse, and it, and sometimes I go in the comments, and dude, there's still like the the programming was strong because there's you know all these fucking you know them when you see it because they got the Ukraine flag, they got a mask, they got a jab, they got everything, all the signs in their profile, and they're like, mm -hmm. you're you're a killer, and here's the mom of Kyle Rittenhouse that he's such a good boy that his mom <laughs> let him cross state lines, and he's a murderer, and it's like, dude, like all those talking points, like fucking program people because you see it but then you then you hit on them and you're like they have like five followers they got 12 followers why am i even seeing this in the algorithm and it's like program bots like beep boop beep boop whatever the next like thing to say is it's so bizarre man it's like anyway but the fact that those talking points are still used it's like wow programming was worked well on you but holy shit what else in clown world? There Dude, was I went to a, I saw a band. Okay, New Year's Eve, West Philadelphia Orchestra. It's a oh, you're... brass band. This 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 band is awesome. Okay, how the, was that? Sousaphone player was wearing a mask while playing. <laughs> what? Somebody did he take it off or did he have a hole? No, in it? he somehow he must have had a hole where his lips <laughs> were. I I kid you not. And at least the and a trump the trumpet player wore a mask, but she took it off when she played. And, and I'm like, what the? And these are like young people in a club. Oh, God. Like, yeah. What the hell's got like? Talk about yeah, this was over New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, in New York. In no, New York. In West Philly. In, no, West yeah, Philly. It, it was oh, in wow. Philly it's, it, at Underground Arts, 12th and Callow Hill. Like, um, <laughs> and it's just, it was just weird. You know, like, why are young people doing this? Uh, it's bizarre. Like I went out very briefly on New Year's Eve. I don't like to go out. We could talk about that Me in the neither. after hours. Yeah, probably. let's talk about that in the after hours. Yeah, because I I hate the violent. I hate New Year's Eve. It's just dude, such, seriously. It's the well, normiest of normie uh, <laughs> celebrations. I I can't I can't stand it. I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> it's so yeah. We could talk about it. Dude, I didn't yeah. admit it to a party. 
<laughs> no, I actually I didn't get invited, but we had people come over to our house because I sure thought <laughs> oh, okay. I wasn't going out. But I was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not spending five hundred dollars going out. Yeah. Five hundred dollars? What? Yeah, people do the shit like that, dude. Some of these places. Oh yeah, that's shit. I mean, I would not go to like New York City. Like that's that's dumb oh, normy shit. I just go oh. to my friend's house and get drunk and have a good time. <laughs> we were watching, we, didn't even, we, we didn't even watch. We didn't even watch any of that shit. We were just playing like air hockey, pool, beer pong, Shoot, shooting guns. Uh, fireworks fun stuff yeah all right well let's 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 hit this more in the after hours podcast which we're going to record right after this um if you guys want access to our after hours podcast we're going to send out a live link so you guys can listen live if you want um and you still get the catalog of all the past after hours we're gonna we're gonna debut some new sound effects (laughs) sure we'll hit hit that here's a preview god's truth my word is abide <laughs> and uh if you guys want to listen to that, go over to our Patreon for as little as three dollars a month. You guys can check that out. There's different tiers and stuff. You get a free t-shirt after ten dollars a month. Consider you know helping us out because we're using that money for good, awesome shit. Like we're proud to announce we are the one of the co-sponsors of the Rage Against the War Machine uh anti-war rally in DC on Woo. what day do we have that? February 19th, it's Sunday 19th. President's Weekend. Excellent. Yeah. Yes. We will be there. We'll be there with shirts and every other cool stuff to sell. And just are we going to be there? Are we bringing? Are we bringing the whole crew down there? Yeah, we're going to hang out. I'm going. 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 We're all going to be there. The whole gang. Let's carpool. Kyle's coming too. We're making coffee. Let's let's bring your helmet, everybody. Let's get everybody there to represent. I will pay you. I will pay you a hundred dollars if you bring it. You show up your helmet. (laughs) Your goggles. Because <laughs> it could be cold out, dude. You totally <laughs> you should do that. Do it. Look yeah, ridiculous, be amazing, dude. You'll we'll be like no celebrity. Be Nobody like knows what that is, guys, except you guys. That's no, everybody else think I'm meme. crazy. Kyle, you have multiple meme pages dedicated to you. Dude, that was operational. Yeah, dude, the Kylosphere. The Kylosphere had a huge following. Kylosphere is is broad and expansive. Okay. <laughs> That Nobody man. at that rally would have any idea what the heck I, why I was wearing a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> they probably they'd be like, like that guy's rider. on the short bus. Yo, he's ready. He's ready <laughs> to jam six, trying to avoid pepper spray or something. <laughs> so Kyle's gonna, gonna go into there. the Capitol. He's gonna go into the Capitol. <laughs> Ray Epps is gonna show up and be like, "Hey guys, take this to the Capitol." Yeah, they call me a rider, and then I'm like on the front page of every like, look, they came for war. They came ready to fight the police, and it, it becomes like a Nicholas Sandman incident. Yeah. <laughs> this is getting, this sounds awesome. Like you guys have to show up now. Like the you guys face are of the... white supremacy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's me and my ski, <laughs> ski goggles. Uh, <laughs> That's amazing. So Dude, this, this rally is going to be lit. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Scott Horton's going to be there. Um, there's going to be a bunch of other speakers. Apparently we got Dan McAdams. I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying that, but. Oh, probably not. But, uh, Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore. Jimmy Dore. Yeah. Hey, what about yep. uh, any of those guys from the gray zone? Were they invited like Max Blumenthal or we're and- still working on that? Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's those a lot guys of are so hardcore. They might have awesome. to limit their public appearances. Like those, those guys are great, man. It'd be cool if you could get Matt Taibbi. Yeah. Or well, like Caitlin luck. Johnstone, one of those guys. That's that would always- be awesome crushing it when it yeah, comes to so, war but there's i'm sure there's gonna be more people announced in the next like month or so so we Aaron got Monte, plenty of time Aaron Monte would be great yeah hell yeah so anyways please come to that support us wear your punk rock libertarian shirts come on out so we can protest it's gonna be at in dc at the uh lincoln memorial 
Hey, I've got a, and, an idea. I think this is our mission that we're going to, what we're going to do is as punk rock libertarians and everybody we know we can get there, right? We're going to talk Jimmy Dore into coming on to punk rock libertarian podcast, right? Yes. And we're going to, and we're going to fix some of his commie bullshit problems. We're going to help him out. Okay? <laughs> I'll let you take care of that, James. Yeah. Right. What do you, what do you think? Would you guys be okay with him coming on the show? If we could talk about oh, yeah. it? Yeah, of course. Like a plan. There'll be an economic intervention with Jimmy Dore. <laughs> Right. But, you know, I, but we have a but he's been a better he's been a better libertarian on covid and Ukraine and then yeah. like like reason has. You right. Know, so. <laughs> right. So that's what your money's going for the Patreon. We were able to spot, uh, be one of the sponsors of the event. It's being put on by the People's Party and the uh, Libertarian Party. So please come on out to that. Don't in uh, go to the website uh, rageagainstwar.com. I believe it's uh, is the website rageagainstwar.com. Yeah. And please donate to that. Donate to our Patreon. It all goes for you know. It all goes towards a good cause. And uh, we also have t-shirts for sale over at libertariancountry.com. If you use the code PRL or PRL podcast, you get a ten percent discount. If you spend fifty dollars or more, which you most likely will, and uh, use the code PRL two, you get a twenty percent discount. So until next time, live free or die. Good day. Break with the blood that is shed. Treachery, the flags of the tax fund.